For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. The city of Jackson in the state of Mississippi. This is Coach Prime. Boy, that feels good to say that. I am so excited to be in Jackson, the capital of the great state of Mississippi and home to the I love Jackson State University. Tickets for our spring 2021 season are available, baby. And I encourage you to step up and support our football program and purchase your season tickets. This is a prime way to support our football program. And most importantly, Jackson State University, the finest HBCU in the country. I need Mississippi Veterans Memorial Stadium packed, and I believe in you. It's prime time in Jackson State, baby. You better get ready because I believe JSU. Tiger fans, welcome to episode 68 of the official Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club podcast, bringing you all the latest news, updates, and buzz surrounding your mighty JSU Tigers. I am the Corey C. Be sure to download and subscribe to the podcast to be notified of every new episode. Apple Podcast users, rate and review the show, and everyone, follow Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club on Facebook and Tiger Talk 1400 on Twitter. It all helps the cause, which is the I love, Jackson State University. Hosting the show with me today are the usual suspects, Neely and Bishop. Fellas, what's up? Hey, how you doing, Corey? Hey, Corey C. Chuck Bishop, how y'all making it today, brothers? Doing well. Doing well. You know, on a, on a recent episode, we talked about the gift that keeps on giving. And was that was I lying or not? Because it, it continues <laughs> to give. You know, every day, it's, it's almost like Christmas, just being a Jack State fan with all the great news. And before we get into it, I just, I just want to reflect on something and see if you guys kind of agree. But we are in a phase right now in, in Jackson State, not just sports, but just with Jackson State, period, where we've just got, we're just getting a, a series of, of good news, just after, one after the other. And I was just thinking back, there was a time where there was a lot of bad press going on concerning Jackson State, and we were afraid to even click on any link or, or turn on the news when it relates to Jackson State because we knew it would be negative. But I think that's been about at least six months or so where all the news has been, has been positive. Would you guys agree? Yeah, I would certainly agree with that. And, and you know, I was uh, mentioning to, to Chuck recently that, you know, the the only thing worse than being talked about is is not being talked about at all. And, and, and you know, and I say that in jest, but in, in this time period, man, we have really enjoyed great news uh, coming out of 1400 Lynch. And as you said, it, it's not just athletics. You know, there's great things going on academically. 
Uh, there's great things going on uh, uh, with staff and some of the folks that have been coming on board. And, and, you know, you think about all this great is happening during a pandemic, you know, and this really uh, says even more about the leadership of President Hudson and all the vice presidents under him, what they're able to accomplish even during these trying times. You know, I take a look and look back at it. <clears throat> I mean, six months ago seems so long ago. Oh yeah. Uh, this 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 spate of, of good news, man. This this can last me for a little while. <laughs> but I mean, um, you know, Neil, you mentioned it. I mean, um, it just seems as though uh, we're in the midst of, I guess, Christmas morning. You know, and aunt and uncle hadn't even brought their gifts yet, so it's just it's more to come. You know, it's, it's fun stuff. All right, well, hot off the press, some news that we've been anticipating for a while. We've heard rumors, and uh, we knew it was going to happen. We just didn't know when, and I think a couple of times these announcements got postponed for various reasons. But, uh, of course, this morning, as we say, every day's like Christmas. We we had another present to unwrap, and that was the unveiling of the, the news regarding the facilities upgrade. So kudos to A.D. Robinson and that entire staff on uh, everything that they've been working on. I know it's been a lot of hard work, but it's finally coming to fruition. And now it's more believable than ever because guess what, fellas? We saw pictures. Did you guys yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, seeing is believing, uh, Corey, uh, you know, that, that these have been uh, rumors from, from, I mean, literally more than a year ago uh, to, to, to things that you knew to be factual, you know, multiple months ago. Uh, and now you really get to see the renderings and get to see the pictures and uh, the design and how everything is rolling out. So it's a, it's a reality now. Uh, you know, it, it, it's, you know, to use this Christmas analogy, the, the tree has been up for some months and now there's gifts under the tree and now we're about to start opening them. Uh, and so it was a pleasure to, to see, you know, just what the athletic department has been working on behind closed doors that they were able to roll out to us this week. No doubt about it. I mean, I, I took a look at the renderings and, you know, I, I, the, the, the pride just kind of swelled up in me because quite honestly, it's long overdue. I mean, it, it's something that as fans and alums, we, we've talked about over gosh knows how, how many years, but to actually see things kind of come into fruition, uh, to see the drawings and it's, it's just fun stuff again. Like I said, I can't, I can't emphasize that enough. And the yeoman work that, um, uh, Thomas Hudson and, and Ashley Robinson have been doing, I, I tell you what, I, I just take my hats off. They, they have really worked hard for the benefit of BLO. Absolutely. And uh, in case you missed it, uh, it's phase one. So that means more to come of upgrades. And uh, that included the AAC as well as the uh, practice pavilion and outdoor track that's adjacent to the Walter Payton Center. And uh, with, the, with the AAC, it's going to be new signage installed, blue, red, and white added to the exterior. We're going to be renovating the men's and women's basketball lockers, add player lounges for men's and women's basketball. It's a 1,500 to 1,700 square foot locker room player lounge. And for the practice pavilion, that's 100 yard of field turf, steel foundation of covered roof and outdoor track. So very excited. And A.D. Robinson released a statement just talking about how imperative it is for those student athletes to have the, the best facilities. And uh, he's, he's definitely made that happen. Yeah, you know, he has always said publicly, privately, that everything we do is for the benefit of uh, the student athletes. And so when you look at uh, the, the changes in parking or, or changes uh, in seating or changes in marketing, it all gets back to how does this benefit 
uh, the student athletes. And, you know, we've discussed before time and time again that athletics is the front door to university. It's what draws people in. And even when you're recruiting, some of these rooms that are in the back of house, so to speak, it's where recruits go through and make their decisions about coming to 1400 Lynch or not. So with the A, you know, one thing we have to realize about the Lee E. Williams Athletic and Assembly Center is just that. It's an assembly center. You know, that building was designed uh, for indoor track. That's why the seats are pushed back so far. Uh, and, and the offices are kind of multi-purpose in their layout, uh, designed, designed to have more than, you know, just traditional functions of a basketball facility. And so to see that uh, the Lady Tigers are going to get a true uh, basketball locker room and the, and mm. the men – a true basketball locker room, and, and there's going to be a players' lounge, and and where athletes, as as the AD has said, they're spending so much of their time in this building. Now it's more welcoming and inviting. It's going to help them perform better. It's going to help us recruit. Uh, guys, let me ask this question: um, <laughs> What does it mean, I think, for the student athlete, even for recruiting purposes, that you know that you have an athletic director? Uh, he dedicates, you know, his. Uh, everything to making sure that the student athlete experience is going to be uh, top notch uh, in terms of going forward, whether it's football, basketball, bowling, whatever. But to just know that you have someone like that on the team, you know, Chuck, I, I you know, I, I don't know if 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 there's a simple answer to that because sometimes in in positions of leadership and positions of responsibility. Uh, the best job is being done when you don't realize it's being done. Mm. Uh, you know, a, a safe community, you don't even realize that you have a police or need the police mm. because that's how good they are. You know, it, 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 it creates an environment that there is no crime and you don't hear sirens every five minutes and that kind of thing. And it's almost like that with the athletic department. I, I think that, that a lot of these players, these student athletes, uh, these coaches, that they have a guy that's leading their team now and, and Vice President A.D. Robinson, that that this stuff is, is by no means easy and they respect it, but they have come to just value the work that he does and expect this, you know, that, mm. that we know he's got our back. And I say it even from the coach level, Chuck and, and Corey, I think the, that the athletic director gives these coaches everything they ask for because yeah. it benefits the student-athletes and that he doesn't want – six months, a year from now, two years from now, somebody to say, well, Mr. AD, if I only would have had this, I could have done that. So when those coaches come to him and they say, man, you know, we lost another one due to facilities or man, you know, we couldn't use the gym because the roof was leaking or, you know, if we only could have done this. We could have done that. Now he's creating this environment where there is no excuse to not succeed. You know, <laughs> you have a building you're going to want to be in. You're going to have a weight room, you know, state of the art. You're going to have all these bells and whistles, you know, juice bars. The coaches are going to have new lockers. Uh, I, I think, Chuck, that it's just a testament to his leadership and to his dedication to the student athlete. Whether, whether they see it directly connected to that day-to-day -day responsibility or not, they're enjoying and reaping the fruits of that benefit. No doubt about it. You know, one of the things that I did see on the website, uh, Corey, uh, was uh, there is a link to the Building Champions Fund, how important is it going to be for the Jackson State fan base to, if they want to see uh, a first-rate program, to really donate to this program? Well, I think seeing is believing. So a lot of times when you ask for those type of donations, uh, but there's nothing uh, there for them to see in terms of where their money is going, I think a lot of times 
fans can be hesitant. But when you see pictures, you know, this thing is real. And now we turn around and say, hey, now let's help out. I think fans are going to be more excited and the timing is perfect because the season tickets are now on sale. So the fans are excited about that. And obviously with, with coach prime coming into the fold. So I think timing is perfect to, to say, okay, well, here's the link so we can really make this thing happen, make it bigger and better than ever. Uh, but here are the pictures. This is what we, this is what we can look forward to. I think it couldn't have played out any better. Yeah. And here's the, here's the caution that I want to point out to our, to our listeners, fans, alums and supporters and friends, you name it. Uh, you know, seeing is believing. We said that. We see these pictures. Uh, this stuff is going to happen. The pictures are released because it's underway. But we have to keep in mind that whether it's the signage, whether it's the renovations, whether it's the turf field, all of these will have maintenance calls for years to come. Yes. And so that, that link for the Children's Champion Fund, that we have to understand as we grow, they're going to be growing pains. You know, we all know if you get a monster, you got to feed the monster. Mm-hmm. And, and and we can't rely on Coach Prime to do everything for us. Example, this was something that was in the works before Coach Prime. Right. This is something that was likely a reason why Coach Prime accepted the job. He saw that we were working and doing things, and he was joining something that already had momentum. And I, and I don't want our alumni base and our supporter base to see these kind of announcements and think that, Oh, well, they got it. There's nothing for me to do. They don't need this. Right. This is the time for us to dig deeper in our pockets right. and get more because right. the cost of doing business are going to go up, not down. No doubt about that. That's a great point, Neil. And, and when you kind of take a look, you know, uh, some of the renderings today, I, I was really excited. Man, I tell you, if, if you are a student athlete, uh, especially women's uh, basketball, men's basketball, uh, some of the renderings around the, 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 the football field. Man, I, I, man I, I, let me start just with the basketball. That, that The players' lounge and all this, man, that looks phenomenal. <laughs> you know, Chuck, uh, you remember the Dixon Hall that we lived in. Yes, I and, and, now, and, and now Dixon is, is suites with laundry rooms on each floor and all that <laughs> Uh, th- this is the same level of exponential improvement. You know, it's it's going to be one of those facilities now uh, that people are not going to be late for practice because they're going to already be in the building. People are not going to miss treatment because they're going to already be in the building. People are going to be able to relax and unwind after practices and after game because the building is now so comfortable. Right. And all of that adds to winning. You know, you, you look at, at the football how many times over our years of, of covering JSU sports, you know, uh, uh, individually, collectively, have we seen JSU not be able to get ready for a game because the practice field was wet? Correct. Correct. And Correct. then we then we perform, you know, subpar, you know, because we didn't have a we didn't have a full week of practice. Mm-hmm. You know, all these facilities, man, go directly to the competitive nature uh, and, and strength of our programs. It's going to help us. Uh, recruit is going to help us uh, uh, get uh, quality athletes, keep them healthy, you know, because now you got less injuries because you got places for treatment, you got places to work out in the right manner. It's only going to propel the program forward. And and I salute President Hudson and, and VP AD Robinson for bringing this kind of momentum to us. You know, guys, uh, put me in the mindset of a coach uh, selling Jackson State now. Uh, now that you have this. This uh, other, uh, I guess, you know, arrow in your quiver, if you will, the facilities part. Uh, how much does that part really help uh, 
Jackson State coaches, uh, whether it's football, basketball, baseball, uh, whomever, uh, just put me in the mindset of a coach selling that to a, a young student athlete. Well, you know, let, let me rewind some, uh, Chuck. You know, we've, we've been doing this a while. Uh, I, I remember specifically when we were entertaining the possibilities of an on-campus uh, stadium, football. Mm-hmm. And and I remember Coach Comagy publicly saying, Slater, wait a minute now, y'all don't understand. When I bring a recruit and they see that 60,000 Memorial Stadium, that ain't a bad deal, you know, mm-hmm. for recruitment, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Uh, and so don't don't look at it as if we we don't have something to offer now, even though we're working on making it better. And, and so it's a, it, to me, it's, it's a similar to the AAC or, or the Peyton Center or our current facilities. Clearly, clearly, we have what it takes to recruit. Hmm. And so that sales pitch of our history, uh, building, building on our tradition, blazing new trails, uh, that matters. Hmm. Having said that. When you start to outfit buildings with technology and Wi-Fi uh, and gaming systems and video boards and things that even younger folks are growing up with, it matters. Mm-hmm. It's going to help with recruiting. I mean, you, you you think about us, Chuck. You know, you and I were probably that first generation of, of, of African-Americans who almost had a microwave all our lives. Right. You know, we had we had a slight window in the seventies. You didn't have one, but you know, almost had one. And so, when you if you had gone to an athletic facility and you were being recruited in the late eighties, and they didn't have a microwave, <laughs> you know, you're like, what, what's wrong with y'all? And so, it's the same thing now with reclining chairs and video boards and touch screens and juice bars uh, and 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 limitless vending machines. This is something that prominent high school programs have if they're ready. And so the college programs have to have similar and greater things to attract them. And so when you have a coach going in to recruit and he's able to show what we have, how it's greater than what you're used to, that extra arrow in the quiver, as you put it, it's going to get you more success. And that's all this is about. It is about putting our student athletes first, having them more successful, and going from there. Larger framework. Uh, there's a perception that HBCUs, from a facility standpoint, don't have much to offer. Um, when you kind of look at our, our contemporaries on the FCS, uh, where does this put Jackson State in regards to uh, leveling the playing field, if you will? Because I, I, I make the argument that this is long overdue in, in terms of something that we should have been doing. But in terms of uh, kind of the FCS landscape. Uh, talk a little bit about, you know, what the facilities aspect kind of does for the brand of Jackson State Athletics. Well, well Chuck, you, you you stole my words, and, and I'm still in Dion's words, Coach Prime's words. This is what he said. This levels the playing field. And I, now I don't want to speak on his behalf, but I don't think he necessarily meant it levels the playing field with other FCS programs. He just seems like a big thinker because he's right, right. the same kids that Alabama's going out. So when you level the playing field, I believe – did y'all catch that? I believe I that, that. Nice, that nice. <laughs> it levels the playing field, period. Like, like nothing like – not with FCS, I, I think he meant – for me, I, because I think it's it's going to make it harder for those schools who are who normally recruit against us. 
I think mm-hmm. it'd be kind of easy to to recruit against us because there were, there were a lot of things that they could bring up, and facilities would be the number one thing. Uh, still, our, our our athletes, even after they had been there for a year, they could get them. All right, and talking about going to a higher level and in the facilities and things of that nature. But I wonder what can they say now? We have we have a prime time coach, no pun intended. All right, we so we have the facilities. And everything's going in the right direction. So I, I think it, it all goes kind of hand in hand. And I think we're on the upswing in, in that regard. Yeah, I, I think on I think on some levels, Corey, that, that you can speak for Coach Prime because we, we've heard him say those things. Uh, and so I, I don't think it's it's a, a misquote at all to to put out there or to suggest that we have a coach that is not interested in competing against other HBCUs, against competing against the SWAC, against competing against mid-majors or power five. Coach, Coach Prime is interested in competing against any and everyone because he's going after the best at every position, the best at everything that, that we can offer. And I think, Chuck, with these facilities upgrades, again, to, to just hit that nail again about leveling the playing field. Uh, you know, one thing about being historically black from a government perspective, it has also meant being historically underfunded. Mm-hmm. It, it just that just is what it is. And so that leveling of the playing field, you know, we have to do from non-traditional sources because we have been underfunded for so long that if we don't get an exponential influx of uh, influx of capital, it's hard for us to catch up and level that playing field instantly. Well, these new facilities, uh, this new coach, this mindset of I believe it is I don't I, you know, Corey, as I sit here and think about it. Leveling the playing field may be an understatement. In a lot of ways, this is putting us ahead of the playing field. Exactly. Because, and here's why I say it. You know, I talk about all the time about the soft bigotry of low expectations. Mm-hmm. Uh, you go to Alabama facility, you expect it to be nice. So when it meets your expectation, has it really done anything to win you over? When you come to Jackson State and you tour these new facilities and you see that they are on par with Alabama's, I think because of that historic soft bigotry of low expectations, it's now a bigger plus up for us because you weren't expecting that. <laughs> you know, if, if I tell uh, Cord his 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 lovely wife, "Hey, I'm in town. I want y'all you bring your missus on a double date with me." You know, I don't know what he's expecting, but he probably ain't expecting Beyonce. But when he get out the car and see Beyonce with me, like, man, Neely on it. <laughs> and so, you know, when you walk into the AAC in 2020 and walk into the AAC in 2021, it's going to be a different place. And it's going to exceed expectations, no matter how low, mid-range, or high, it's going to exceed expectations. So I think this propels us further than we're giving credit for it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, I'll tell you what, man, I, the excitement around the program, the, the, the ticket lines for season tickets for spring football, the facilities. Uh, Corey, you, you touched on it at the top of the show, man. It is, it is Christmas Day and the gifts keep coming. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. It's again, we, we've said it, but it's a, it's a great time to be a Tiger. So we're looking forward to more great news, more presents to, to open. And uh, obviously, you can stay tuned right here. We'll have it all for you. No doubt about it. You know, guys, I always like to place that emphasis on how much uh, we're looking forward to spring football, spring athletics. You know, let's not leave our basketball and baseball 
Uh, and the only way that for, for us to, to have that is to continue, you know, to promote managing this pandemic wisely. Uh, so we're going to have to continue to wear masks, you know, continue to social distance, continue to make wise decisions, because all the decisions that we're going to make in October, November and December are directly related into having football in the spring, having fans in the band in the stands in the spring and so forth. So, you know, these are exciting times. There's a lot of great news coming out of 1400 Lynch Street. Uh, but let's all still be mindful that uh, we are in the, in the midst of a pandemic and it's serious. Uh, and, it, and it hadn't let up yet. So let's let's put those masks on. Let's wash those hands and let's social distance and, and let's do it. So these student athletes, you know, can 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 have the experiences that they came to Jackson State to have and enjoy. So let's all do our part in that regard. No doubt. Well said. Man. All right. And that'll do it for Episode 68 of Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club. Thank you to all of our listeners. And again, be sure to download and subscribe to the podcast. Apple Podcast users, rate and review the show. And everyone, follow Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club on Facebook and Tiger Talk 1400 on Twitter. I can't stress the importance of this enough. We're looking to do some big things with this platform to aid the athletics department. And it all starts with you. Downloading, subscribing, rating, and reviewing the show. And tell every Tiger that you know. We're on all podcast outlets. Apple Podcasts. Google Podcast, Spotify, CastBox, and so on. And we'll be posting each episode on our Facebook and Twitter pages. As always, thank you for your support. Go Tigers! Hashtag I Believe. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.